0: What is going on, like Fitness Coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Dives, Make Money on the Internet Podcast. And guys, in today's episode, we are talking about how you will never be successful unless you have these five things in place. And what we're really talking about is we're talking about character traits, we're talking about core values, and we're talking about like the shit that you need to have on the inside in order for the outside to flourish, right?
1: Right, my sweet, sweet husband, mwah.
0: We have, there's a little bit of tension. I think over we need there.
1: to have a like, I think we need to just like get on the same page. Okay. Let's do this. Look at me. I really do love you a lot. You're, you're my best friend. Oh,
0: sorry. Sorry. You're my best friend. You're my best friend too. Um, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you guys what happened. Okay. I'm going to oh talk about God. the morning. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, what happened was
1: we oh agreed. Oh, my God. We agreed
0: that we leave the gym at a certain time in the morning. Okay. So, we agreed that we would leave the gym at 6 a.m. because Monday mornings are busy. I got to be on coaching calls, I got team meetings, etc. And last week she said that she was going to be done at 5:55 every morning, and so at 6:07 I was like, "Where the fuck are you?" And I was annoyed. Okay, so I was yeah, annoyed. he was annoyed. I was annoyed. So I was like, okay, what, what are we fucking doing? I like?
1: was ready. Just an FYI, I was ready and waiting for his slow ass to on get the turf, off talking the treadmill. To your homies. I have to say goodbye. It's fucking weird. That's why, why we're late. Week. Okay, so no, this, this is what I this said. This is how
0: you avoid saying Give goodbye. You I, I already put did your it. hat down and you fucking just walk out of the gym and you just like bye and you just fucking leave. Just like that. That's not my style. It is my style. You but gotta be next a week,
1: if I'm not ready by six a.m. I will e transfer you a thousand dollars. I have oh it my all. Gosh. I have an alarm set. I promise oh you I'll be gosh. there for six AM.
0: That's exciting. I like that. Yeah. I like making money.
1: Yeah, you won't make money. I like making money. I'm getting better with my time, except for I was like, I was on my way to a nail appointment the other day. And the only way I could be on time for the nail point is if I sped. So I was going like fucking 200 in an 80 zone. I was going 200. Don't in admit that zone. on the podcast. I'm just kidding. I wasn't. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> I exaggerate to make the story sound better. Yeah. And then I got fucking pulled over. And so now every single morning I start my morning with the song. I'm in a hurry to get things done. Oh, I rush and rush until i no fun. Is there
0: any cops watching this live?
1: Please, no. I'm sorry. Is there please. any police
0: officers watching this live? <laughs> Two hundred and eighty how big of a ticket is that two hundred
1: and ninety it's two hundred ninety seven dollars
0: <laughs> no if you were going to, well, if I, you were going two hundred and eighty you would have been arrested and I wasn't impounded. going to
1: eighty it, it was two hundred ninety seven dollars but I think the reason why he was so annoyed is because his lights were on and I kept driving because I had so much anxiety that I forgot what to do so there was so many spots to pull over and I was like Oh my God, my appointment's this way, my appointments this way, my yeah, appointments like this way. Off. So I'm going in. So then when he pulled me over, I pulled over in the worst spot. And he's like, why didn't you pull over at the eight spots that you just drove by? And I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I have anxiety. You're giving me anxiety. All
0: right, guys, let's get into it. Five character traits of successful people. And you'll never be successful unless you have these five things in order. Number one, integrity.
1: Yeah, integrity is everything. Doing what you say you're going to do when you don't want to do it. Doing what
0: you say you're going to do. Integrity. Mm -hmm. And integrity starts at the smallest of things. Like we're talking about when you set your alarm clock to get out of bed at six o'clock in the morning. If you get out of bed at seven, you have no integrity. I'm serious. And if you say you're going to go to the gym five times and you only go three, you have no integrity. And like, I'm dead ass. This is good because I'm I'm dead ass. And like, here's the thing is like, if you're the type of person, if you're like, I'm going to like, if you say you're going to do something, you do it no matter what. And if you say you're going to go to the gym five times and you only end up going three, you lack integrity. And so you need to make an adjustment. Either Mm -hmm. you actually fucking go five times or you only commit to three so you can actually follow through on your work. And the reason that's important is because every time you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, you break trust with yourself. Yes. Yes. And when you break trust with yourself, as in you don't trust yourself, you won't set bigger goals because why would you set a goal? you know, losing 20 pounds or, you know, being a full-time online coach, if you don't even trust yourself to get out of bed on time.
1: Yeah. And I think like, I see it all the time where people are so easy to say things without backing it up with action. And so I honestly will tell people like, shut up and stop telling me what you're going to do and show me because that's just speaks volumes. So people will say like, Oh, I'm going to, Wake up at 5 a.m. And then it's like, well, I couldn't wake up at 5 a.m. Like, I didn't get a good sleep. I didn't do this. And it's like, well, I understand that, like, maybe you didn't get a good sleep. Like Brian said, every time you tell yourself you're going to do something and you break trust with yourself, it doesn't matter if you had a bad sleep the next day, you slept in the day before. So you're just going to be like, well, I slept in the day before I can do it again. And that was like one of my, one of the biggest things that held me back was the lack of integrity I had with myself. Mm. So even during COVID, Brian was like, so loyal to his workouts. And I would say I was going to do my workout in our fucking living room. And I would totally half-ass it. I would say I was going to run five kilometers and I would run three. And I'd be proud of myself for the three that I ran, but thinking back on it, like every time I set that standard for myself and fell short it made me feel like I was the type of person who said I was going to do things and then fell short on myself.
0: Here's the thing. This is the funny part is so many people tune out when they hear the word integrity, like not doing what I'm going to do because they don't think it affects their success. That's why you're not fucking successful. Mm-hmm. That's why it's number one. Every time you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, you break trust with yourself. And because you break trust with yourself, you don't set bigger goals. Mm-hmm. And because you don't set bigger goals, you're living a mediocre life. Mm-hmm. That's it. And in terms of weight loss, this is the fucking funny part. I love mm-hmm. it. In terms of weight loss, everyone's like, what's the quickest and easiest way to get the best results? There's no quick and easy way. Go to the gym four times a week, eat healthy food for fucking 365 days, and you'll be down 20 pounds. Yeah. Literally. I'm yeah, serious. Yeah. That's all you need to do. Yeah. But most people don't like hearing that. And everybody wants a quick fix. And when it like, involves actually fucking following through on your word, people just tune out. They're like, oh, you mean I actually have to put in the
1: work? What? you know, would be like a super powerful exercise to get everyone to do is to think about where they would be if they had followed through on everything that I said. I know there's so many of y'all that are watching that, whether it's like building your business or building your body, because obviously I'm a health and wellness coach and Brian is a business coach. So many of you have said, Oh, I'm going to post five times a week. And then you post three, imagine where you'd be right now if you actually followed through on what you said. And so for the ones that are more focused on like, health and wellness imagine how many times you started a program you said this was the time and it actually was the time where would you be right now it's Mm. scary Mm. and like it's cool because now I think about the integrity over the last like since you and I have got together has been like when integrity has been something I've worked on like I really do everything that I say that I'm going to do whether it's like with the gym or following through on shit like I follow through Mm. and I feel good right now but imagine like if you had followed through on everything that you said you were going to do for yourself where would you be?
0: My favorite part about the word integrity is a lot of people are like, but like, you're not like, you know, but what about, I have anxiety. That's why I wasn't able to get to the gym because I got super anxious or like, I'm really struggling with my depression. That's why I'm not able to move my body because I'm really struggling with depression. Well, I don't know about you guys, but like, I'm pretty sure exercise helps with both of those things. It does. Right. Yeah. And so all the people that are like, I have anxiety. I can't get to the gym. I have depression. I can't get to the gym. I'm like 99.9 and a half percent. Sure that exercising and moving your body will help release endorphins which will help you feel better which will help with your anxiety and depression so there literally is no Mm -hmm, fucking excuse mm -hmm. put your shoes on go to the gym Mm -hmm. and whether that like that metaphor of put your shoes on and go to the gym not only applies to your fitness journey but it applies to everything
1: everything it applies to
0: how you show up for your kids it applies to what type of leader you are for your family it applies to what type of leader you are for your business like integrity is everything doing what you say you're gonna do guys I'll be honest like when it comes to like raising Haley like I haven't missed ever on anything that she's had. Like Mm -hmm. I haven't missed a school play, a -hmm. dance recital, anything that's important Mm -hmm. to her. I've been there. Why? Because integrity. I need Mm -hmm. to show my kid. Like when I say I'm going to do something, I show up for you. Mm -hmm. I would never tell my kid I'm going to be there at a certain time and then miss their their pickup time. That's like a fucking super bullshit way to raise your kids. Mm -hmm. It's also a super bullshit way to raise your life. Mm -hmm. So integrity means doing what you say you're going to do. And sometimes that means looking in the mirror and realizing that like, yo, like I'm not showing up for myself. Like I'm not doing what I say I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. I'm making excuses. I'm using mental illness as an excuse. I'm Mm -hmm. using anxiety as an excuse. I'm like using whatever it is as an excuse for not showing up for myself. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do.
1: And I think a lot of people wait for when it's easy Mm -hmm. to do something. So their wait, their anxiety subsides instead of partaking in activities that will help them subside their anxiety. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So they wait, they're so anxious, they're sitting in their bed. I'm like, I'm gonna wait for that morning where I wake up and I actually want to go. And that's the difference between successful people and the people that are stuck. Anxiety written in bed is that like, when I have anxiety, like it is more important for me to show up to my gym sessions, it's more important to make sure that I'm eating food that makes me feel good. It's not less important. So like, people get anxiety mm-hmm. and then they eat bad foods yep. and then they stay in bed. And so what they don't realize or maybe aren't conscious of is that all of those activities that they're doing are making their anxiety worse. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I, it's,
0: yeah. I, I'm going to keep going in on this. Yeah. Cause I think this is important. It's like, really important because it's like, let's be honest because like a lot of people struggle to get to the gym because of depression, right? Like I've never been clinically depressed. But I also go to the gym six times a week Mm -hmm. and I move my fucking body every single day. Mm -hmm. And so I have a lot of feel good hormones because I'm taking care of my physical and my mental health. Mm -hmm. I also meditate every single day. Mm -hmm. I do success rituals every Mm -hmm. single day. I listen Mm -hmm. to success motivation every single day. And so Mm -hmm. every single day I'm priming my mind for success. So I don't get like, I severely reduce the risk of me coming up with different things for like coming up with these mental illnesses because Mm -hmm. I'm taking care of my mental health. And you have that same responsibility. You have to take care of your mental health. You have to show up for yourself. And if you're not showing up for yourself, like it starts there. Start small. Set your alarm to get out of bed at a certain time. Get out of bed at that time. And then go for a walk. Go to the gym. Exercise. Move your body. Start Mm -hmm. small. Number two, empathy, not sympathy. What do you mean by that?
1: Okay. So for me, I think that in order to be successful, you have to have a certain level of empathy when it comes to like for me, for example, as a leader to my clients, I have a, have a certain level of empathy. empathy. creates connection, whereas sympathy drives disconnection. What I mean by that is if, Kay, tell me that you're going through like you're having a really shitty day. I'm
0: having a hard day.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry that you're feeling like that. That doesn't make you feel better because that creates a disconnect. Mm. I'm like, my day's great. Super sorry that your day is shitty. Whereas if I can be like, what's going on? And I can understand what it is that you're Mm. going through and everybody views the world in a different way. And so I think being empathetic is being able to understand that the way we view the world isn't going to be the way all of our clients view the world. Mm -hmm. And so when someone tells us something, instead of driving disconnect with sympathy, we show empathy. We try and put ourselves in their shoes while also understanding that there's a certain level of empathy that's going to drive success and a certain level that's going to drive your mental health to the shitter.
0: Do you know what I mean? Because if
1: you're living each day in empathy and feeling all these things that people are going through, it's going to take a toll on you. But Mm. I think in order to be a successful leader and in order to have success, that you need to have a certain level of empathy and be able to understand how people view the world and be able to mm. connect with them mm-hmm. with, at the level that they're at mm. without making them feel mm-hmm. like they are less than or your life is so great and theirs isn't because that can just create insecurity. And yeah, that's my take.
0: Empathy, not sympathy. The way that I view this is like when you're leading other people and when you're like coaching other people, I think if you give people sympathy and you're like, I'm so sorry that you're going through that, and that's all you give them, and you're not like helping them understand or helping them bridge like a solution, it's just like, I don't believe that like sympathy is an effective way to lead your team. Mm -mm. I also don't believe sympathy is an effective way to coach your clients. Mm -hmm. When you are an online coach, people are hiring you to help them get to the next level. Mm -hmm. And so if you're just giving them sympathy for their situation and you're not like, it's like putting yourself in their shoes and Helping them see like you seeing their side of the situation without getting attached to their side of the situation and also helping them come up with a solution.
1: And just creating connection. Mm. Like humans thrive off of connection. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm. when you can connect with someone and they can see that you see them like you're fully present you're having a conversation I've all or like I'll even do things like all my classes where I'm like I'm looking at you right now because I want to create connection I want you to trust me because when you trust me you're going to open up to me when you open up to me I'm able to help you so I Mm -hmm. think just being able to meet people where they're at and have the ability to create that connection
0: empathy not sympathy Mm
1: -hmm.
0: just wanted to take a quick minute to say I want to change your life if you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words, more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business, and I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words, more clients, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Number three, self-awareness. Self-awareness means being able to look internally. A lot of people struggle to get out of the bed or they struggle to get success or they struggle to lose weight and they blame external factors, right? Things outside of their control. They point the finger outside of them. Mm -hmm. Self-awareness is being able to look at yourself in the mirror and realize that like everything that's happening in your life is your fault, good Mm -hmm. or bad. And so the level of success that I've been able to achieve has been, I look in the mirror, I'm like, that's my fault. Mm -hmm. Also, when I was a drug addict and I was heavily addicted to cocaine, I had to look at the mirror and be like, this was my fault. And I didn't overcome my addiction until I became aware of myself, until I became aware that I was the problem. And once I did that, I was able to look at myself in the mirror and be like, I'm the problem and I'm also the solution. Mm -hmm. Self-awareness is, in my definition, it's like being aware of yourself and the things that are making you successful and also the things that are holding you back so that you can grow.
1: Yeah, being aware of the habits that are serving you and the habits that are not serving you. So being self-aware is like, I would say a situation where someone is lacking self-awareness is where their entire family is broke. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, I'm destined, destined to be broke. And they don't, they aren't self-aware enough to see that like half of their day is spent sitting on the couch. Mm. Half of their day is spent talking about being broke. They don't understand that they're broke, not because their family's broke, but because they have literally spoke their brokenness into existence. And now their actions like back up that broke reality. Mm -hmm. So to me, self-awareness is being aware of the habits that serve you and the habits that don't. Being aware when you're not doing everything you can to live your absolute best life. Self-awareness is like being able to look in the mirror and have hard conversations with yourself. I think one of, I feel like self-awareness is something over the years I've gotten really good at. Like I am very good, and you can disagree, But at admitting when I feel like I've done something wrong Mm -hmm. or like my actions weren't aligned with the person I want to be. But I still see so many people making up excuses for their shitty habits. And that's lacking self-awareness. If you're not aware that the situation that you're in right now is just a combination of all your past actions and like choices, then you're lacking self-awareness. And self-awareness, I feel like to me, it would be one of the most important ones. Because I feel like if you're self-aware, you're also going to be able to be integral because Mm -hmm. you'll understand that like, oh, I'm not waking up for my alarm every single morning. Whereas someone who lacks self-awareness would be like, I can't wake up for my alarm. I'm not a morning person. Mm -hmm. I'm not this.
0: Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like self-awareness is like being able to look at what you're thinking Mm -hmm. and understand that like your thoughts Aren't the truth. Yes. Does that exactly, make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So like sometimes we think things that aren't true. Like just because it's in your head doesn't mean it's true. Like I'm having a hard time getting out of bed because of all these external factors. Like you can think that, but that also isn't true. Like mm-hmm. You're having a hard time at getting out of bed because you lack discipline. Mm -hmm. And you lack integrity, like knowing that and being okay with that means that you can be like, okay, well, I'm going to get more disciplined. I'm going to get more integral and I'm going to get out of bed. Mm -hmm. And it's literally that simple. But like, if you don't have the ability to look internally, Mm -hmm. it's going to be really hard to grow to the level that you want to get to. One of my favorite exercises on a weekly basis is to sit down. And this is like an exercise that if you start doing this this week and you do this every week moving forward, like me and do, it'll change your life forever. I sit down and I look at my previous week and I ask myself one question. What could I do better? Dude, what could I do better? Like, I look at my finisher name, like, what could I do better? Mm-hmm. I need to be drinking more water. Okay. So that's what I'm going to focus on for the week. And my self awareness is like, I need to be drinking more water. I look at my business. Mm-hmm. What could I do better? Well, I could be a better leader for my team and show them exactly how I'm thinking so that they can operate more effectively. Okay. I'm going to do that. I look at my relationships. What can I do better? I didn't spend enough time with Curse. Okay. Well, this every single week of my goals now, it's like take Haley and Curse out for dinner. Mm-hmm. And so by sitting down and looking at my health, wealth relationships and asking myself the question, what can I do better? I'm always improving and I'm always progressing based on where I'm at. And -hmm. that takes self-awareness and that self-awareness is like being able to look internally.
1: I agree. I think a situation that just, I like thought of as you were speaking is I felt myself getting super anxious on Sundays because Sundays is less structured. And I love like my Monday morning, I'm at the gym. I know exactly what's happening. And so I was able to recognize that my anxiety was higher on Sundays. And I'm like, why? And I think it's because I don't have as much structure. So this Sunday, you guys, was the most productive Sunday that I have literally have, I think, ever. I got so many, I talked to my girls about this this morning. I got so much shit done because I was like, I. the reason I'm anxious on Sundays because I have no structure. And then I sit and I scroll on my phone and I do this, this, and this. And I'm like, those things don't serve me. So what i like, some Sundays, maybe that will serve me. Mm-hmm. But like, there's some Sundays where like, I want to get shit done around the house. Mm-hmm. I want to like prepare myself for the week ahead. maybe it's that I need to meal prep. And so being aware that my anxiety seemed higher on Sundays than it did Monday through Saturday, I was able to fix it. And I literally think last week was one of the best weeks I've ever had in my entire life. I just felt so aligned and so good.
0: Mm. I love it. I love it. Next. Number four. I call this bounce back. Now, bounce back. I want to ask you guys a question, and then I want you to sit with it for a second. How fast can you recover from a slip-up? Just think about that for a second. How fast can you recover from a slip-up?
1: And this is wild because Brian, since I met Brian, my recovery time on slip-ups has significantly increased. Like I looked at my journal after New Year's. Mm And it was like the days that I was sick. And then after that one night where I just was like, (laughs) remember that night? Mm -hmm. Okay. So after that night, I literally got right back into it. It was wild. But typically before you guys, sometimes it would take me months. That is fucking asinine. Months to recover from a fucking slip up. We're human beings. We slip up. My
0: definition of a slip up would be like, you only posted once on social media in the last week. My definition of a slip-up would be like, you haven't sent out any DMs to clients if you're an online coach. My definition of a slip-up would be like, you were good all week and then you ate, you stuffed your face with chocolate all weekend and you like couldn't stop yourself from eating. My definition of a slip-up would be like, you haven't worked out in the last week and you feel super guilty and shitty about it. So like, how fast can you bounce back from a slip-up? Guys, I think that this is like, this is the number one character traded success in my opinion, number one. Yeah. I think it's the most important out of all of them. How fast can you bounce back from a slip up? The reason I feel like I've been able to be as successful as I am, like, and I'm super grateful and super blessed and super, like, I don't take anything for granted is because when I slip up, I bounce back fast. The longest I've ever, it's like ever been out was when you guys, yeah, you if you've been following me for a couple of years, you know, this Cole had his bachelor party that like, was like two and a half, three oh years my ago. God. And on his bachelor party, I literally got so drunk for like a week straight that I couldn't even walk. And then I came back and I was like, I felt like shit for probably like two weeks. Yeah. And that was the longest time I've ever been like out of momentum, like ever. But for the most part, you guys, like my bounce back is like, boom, like I'm like, if I fall for whatever reason, whatever definition of fall is like, maybe I go out with curse and we have way too much to drink. And then Sunday I'm hungover as hell all day. Like I'm literally back to work Monday morning, like in momentum. And I force myself into momentum because I know what it feels like to be in momentum. I know what it feels like when things are flowing. I also know what it feels like when things are not flowing. And when things are not flowing, it sucks ass. So like your ability to bounce back is so fucking huge. And so many people just fall down and then they just lay there. Some people lay there for like a year fucking two mm, years some came, people are still laying there they're
1: just compiling bounce back so like their bounce back is compiled by another bounce back what i mean by that is they don't eat good for a week and so then they go to binge drinking. that's not about it's only a
0: bounce back if they get back up they're just fucking later there's i call that flat face okay so
1: i'm calling it a bunch of setbacks yes yes a bunch of setbacks. Setback, setback, after setback, setback after, after setback, setback after setback i want to offer you to do some reflecting as well so I think that being able to bounce back is super important. But I also think that again, these all tie in being aware of what is causing those things that bounce you back. Why didn't you post? Yeah, setback. So what are like, say let's, I'm going to do it for both situations here for both of our businesses. So say it's like someone that's in your coaching program. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so you only posted one time a week and maybe it was because you had poor time management. So I think, yeah, like bouncing back is important, but being aware of what caused you to have that setback in the first place. So for clients, for you guys, it's like, okay, so you binge ate over the weekend after you had a fight with your husband, just Mm -hmm. being aware of the binge eating. Isn't the kicker. The kicker is being aware of what happened that triggered you to binge eat in the first place. So you can solve, actually solve the problem. Versus put a band-aid on it
0: mm, okay so i love it so number one so self-awareness i'm actually mm-hmm. changing number five because fuck our number five this is our number five instead this is number five okay <laughs> yeah. it's fucking resilience
1: yes number five yes, is fucking yes, resilience yes, because yes, here's yes, why yes, okay yes.
0: here's why like resilience is a character trait of success because bouncing back means that like you fucking dust yourself the fuck off and you get back in the fucking arena period mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and if you just have that like if you literally have the ability to like Fall flat on your face, get up, and just keep moving forward. Fall flat on your face, get up, and keep moving forward. Fall flat on your face, get up, and keep moving forward. Fall flat on your face, get up, and keep... If you just like... Guys, you cannot fucking lose if you do not quit, period. You fall on your face, you get up, you keep moving forward. You fall down, you, keep... you get up, you keep moving forward. And you just do that for the rest of your life and you just keep heading towards success. Eventually you'll figure it out because if you just have the resilience to get back up and keep moving forward and get back up and keep moving forward and get back... Eventually you'll get frustrated enough to like find some sort of solution. Right. Mm. And maybe the solution is like reaching out to a mentor. Maybe the solution is you Mm -hmm. binge watch YouTube videos for 14 hours straight. Like guys, when I was doing sales, like, well, Kirsten knows about this. I do not talk about it. She saw it happen. There's one time I was doing sales calls back for, this was like four years ago. And I went like zero for seven on my sales calls. And I was so angry. I was so upset and I'm so resilient. That I'm like, I am absolutely sick of going zero for seven. So I literally sat at my computer for like 12 to 16 hours mm-hmm. and I watched sales videos and I just rehearsed over and over and mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Cause I'm resilient. And then I started closing clients again. So like I'm resilient. And I feel like that is like a character trait of success. It's like, mm-hmm. I fall flat on my face. I get five nos in a row. I get back up. I go into the next call. I fall flat on my face. I post content for two weeks it all had freaking 50 views. I have no idea why it's not hitting, but I get back up. I keep posting. I keep posting. I keep posting. Like that is how you get success. Mm -hmm. Resilience. Yeah. Just just keep going.
1: Yeah. I also just think like being, having like a solution based mindset. So like looking for the solutions, like you said, like you got, I remember that day where he got like, (laughs) he was so mad. He stayed up studying for like 24 hours. I was watching shit that I hated. I'm
0: I'm like fucking sitting down writing notes. I'm like, I'm solving this problem. And I'm not letting this be my reality.
1: But that's the problem too, is I think that there's power in being angry at yourself. But then so many people sit in that anger when it's not worth it. And I talked about this this morning as well, where it's like, um, being angry at yourself, like the act of being angry, the emotion of being angry at yourself is only a bad thing if you perceive it that way. So if your perception behind the anger is that like self-sabotage bad, but if your perception behind the anger is like, holy fuck, this is a really big sign that I have to make a change, then that anger can be fueled to to action mm-hmm. to move you forward. And another thing I want to say is for me, it's like, again, being aware of what's causing The bounce backs. Like, if I look at my life for the last five years, the big over fucking like arching common theme of every single setback I've had is alcohol. Literally, there is not one time where I have been incredibly fucking anxious that alcohol has not contributed. So for me, it's like I'm taking a break from booze right now, but I'm also like, I never want to get blackout again, because it doesn't serve me. And if I can avoid those bounce backs, then I'm going to do whatever it takes to avoid those bounce backs. But how many times have I learned that fucking lesson? Like, God, hundreds, That probably fucking thousands. If thinking back to when I was fucking 15, 16, like, God damn it, I learned the lesson the hard way. But I think it's also like, I always say this is that my story is someone else's survival guide. So if I had to go through all of these lessons oh, cool. being learned the hard way, then it's because now I have girls that I can help them avoid making the same mistake over and over again, like I did, right? Mm -hmm. Because like, every time you learn a lesson, I feel like it almost like it gets drilled into your head even harder. Mm -hmm. And the guilt and shame you feel around it is even bigger. And so that lesson is just like, written in front of you in bold, fucking neon letters. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, for me, it's like my story is someone else's survival guide. And I guarantee your story of your past drug addiction is someone else's survival guide. Maybe somebody has quit cocaine because they saw your story and your success. Mm-hmm. And so now like everything you've gone through wasn't just like, oh, whoop will chop it up to it being a shitty experience. Mm-hmm. Chop it up to being like, I've helped people get through this same thing. And so that makes mm-hmm. every single decision and past experience worth it.
0: Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I love that. I love it. Guys, that's it. Five character traits of success. Number one, integrity. Do what you say you're going to do. Yes. It sucks. Do it anyways. It does. But you know what sucks worse? Being a failure. Do what you say you're going to do. Number two, empathy, not sympathy. Mm -hmm. Being able to understand somebody's situation without feeling sorry for them. Mm -hmm. Number three, self-awareness. When stuff's not working, stop pointing the finger Mm -hmm. at this thing or this thing or this thing. Look in the fucking mirror. Number four, bounce back. How fast can you recover from a slip up? When you fall flat on your face, do you just sit there? Do you lay down, complain, tell every single person that'll Mm, listen about the setback? Yes. That's another one. That's
1: That's
0: another one. Stop talking about the bounce back. Yes. The setback. You're tripping me up. It's a setback. It's a setback. And then you only bounce back if you bounce back. But guys, like, here's the thing. Me and Kirsten have a thing. And we started playing. And I... I'll be honest, sometimes I catch myself complaining and I'm like, I'll complain about like somebody or something or whatever. Yes. And so recently we have a thing now where instead of complaining about this thing that happened or this thing that happened, we literally have a thing where if we catch each other complaining, we literally yell unicorns at the top of our lungs. I thought it was rainbows. Oh, rainbows, yeah. Yeah. unicorns are both the same thing. Rainbows, and we literally yell rainbows. And if we yell rainbows, it literally is a pattern interrupt for us to stop complaining and whatever we're talking about, we have to drop. So don't talk about it. Don't talk about the shit that's not working. Stop complaining about dumbass shit. And if you catch yourself complaining about dumbass shit in your head, be like fucking motherfucking rainbows.
1: I wanna say two things. What? One, when we were saying bounce back, like bouncing back from situations, for some reason, I had a visual of someone like, Bouncing back like on a stability ball. So I was thinking of the bounce back is no. like, oh, yes, I guess I know. Means that, like, you, I, like, b- no, I know what it like, means, boom, but like for some reason there was that like visual in my head. And so I was like, yeah, anyways, I just want to explain myself because throughout the whole podcast, I kept saying <laughs> bounce back and you kept getting like, you're like, no, step back. And I'm like, but we're talking about bounce back and it's the bounce back. Yes. Okay. The second thing is, the second thing is, Remember when we would tell little Jacks to turn off the camera? We became aware yeah. of the things we would oh, talk right, about right, right, when right. he would turn off the camera because we're like, it would typically so be like, us, so our so frustration. Context, yes, so you, yeah. No idea what we're talking about. Yeah. So
0: little Jacks used to document every single everything. Thing we doing, yeah, the day, yeah. Falls the camera, and then we'd be like, if we were gonna fucking talk shit or complain, we'd be like, Jacks, turn off the camera. But then I like looked at Chris one day. I'm like, dude, the fact that we have to tell little Jacks to turn off the camera means that we're fucking not in alignment.
1: Why can't, cause like I pride like, myself in like, being somebody that's like, that's like, if the camera's off, you'd be like, there's Kirsten Mark. Yeah, Typical yeah, yeah. fucking day.
0: But we were like talking shit, talking shit. So I'm like, we we're I talking literally, shit. I was literally like, dude, we can't be like that. So we have a new thing. And that is rainbows. Rainbows. And I have one of my old friends is tuning in right now and he said, my safe word is pineapples. And that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, resilience. Yeah. Resilience. We changed it from consistency to resilience. Yeah. Why? Because resilience is more important. Like if, if you develop the character trait of resilience, which means fall flat on your face, you get back up, you keep in before you, you fall bounce flat your face back. Keep, back, keep moving forward. Like if you can develop that character trait and you become unstoppable. That's it. That's all where they find you.
1: You guys can find me at Kirsten Mark across all platforms.
0: And y'all can find me at the Real Brian Mark or the Change Abs Make Money on the Trend Podcast. Or if you like me yelling at you, then go to Rise. Search Brian Mark Rise on the podcast app. Rise. It's literally me yelling at the top really of my lungs at you. at you. I tell people, people are like, what's Rise? I'm like, it's literally how I actually think about the world, but at full speed at top volume. So if you want to listen to that, go check out Rise. Bye. Have the best day of your entire life since the day that your mother had gave birth to you. Peace.